Welcome, Welcome to the <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, well, why don't you take it away? Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle McIntyre. <laughs> you can be a host today. All right. All right, yeah. Um, don't cut this. We're going to keep it Stolen in Stolen Valor. Yeah. <laughs> You're the host. I'm your host, uh, Kyle McIntyre, and with me today is... Brian Gower. Oh, hey, Brian. How's it going? What's new um, with you? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going first? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I recently played a gig, so a couple days ago, I, with uh, Justin Case. I played bass, and we played at Himmelberg's with... Um, it's like a downtown club, right? Yeah. Hardly Human and the Midnight Block, and it was really cool. So... Uh, both of those bands played really well and they sounded really good. Um, so the, their rigs are, you know, we get two guitar players mm-hmm. and a bass player and drummer. Um, guitar players both play like pretty like, you know, two by 12 sized like combos or like amps and 30 Watts, not nothing too crazy. Um, so, uh, let's see, Steve, uh, he plays like a Fender 212. I think it's like a DeVille or something like that. Yeah. It sounds great. And he has some pedals to make it, you know, like dirty He's up or whatever. He's got some MXR on there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then Adam, he plays a, their guitar player, he plays a TH30 Orange. So I really like that. It's like, the, it's a really cool contrast of how like um, his guitar, I think we talked about it before, is like more of like a mid-scooped kind of deal because uh-huh. he does like the Fender with the, uh, a uh, big muff kind of kind of deal going, yeah. and then uh, the other guy plays like very mid pushed, like upper mids kind of deal with like uh, the orange and stuff like that. It really filled out the mix really well. And the bass player uh, Brian Wilder, he t- <laughs> always brings a fucking huge rig, <laughs> just because like that's just what he does. It's like if you're gonna show up, fucking show up. <laughs> and we sh- out here, dog. <laughs> yeah, he's got a one by fifteen, and then he had a four ten. I think a Burgatine is the cab, and he had a 1x15 Ampeg, and he had a 1,200-watt Fender, <laughs> the Fender Baseman uh, heads. And, all that and thing he is, plays with the five-string. Yeah, just like fucking just a huge, like everything's in giant road cases and fucking <laughs> gnarly. It sounded killer. It's just like, man, you're going to fucking, if he turned up, a like, if he actually like cranked it, like you'd blow the whole fucking roof off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they both they both sounded good and then midnight block uh you know shared their gear and it was yeah it was cool it was like punk bands and stuff like that and then uh we played we opened up the set and i was really excited one to play the show and then two i was really excited to use my torpedo cab yeah you um, changed up some stuff yeah so we've played this club before plane and just in case and this time i'm like okay we you know we've talked about like doing like you know a little bit better with the setup of like you know giving front of house like a, a mic or like a di for guitar we've mm-hmm. talked about it i'm like okay bring in a mic or whatever da, da, da. but you can this torpedo cab m that came out this last nam very cool but it you know i'm like eh, it's stop nam dropping yeah um i never saw it but it came out <laughs> oh, that was when yeah. it, that was when it was re- i heard it was there <laughs> no it was it was released then and i've you know done it. i'm like oh this is perfect for what i what i want to do because you can use it a real amp head and then run it in between the cabs or whatever. And then, yeah. anyway, so that's what we did. I made a, like a little PT, a pedal train nano board that has like that on it. And so it's pretty, my, my whole thing is like, I don't want to add more shit to it and like make it like our yeah. setup time way worse. Well, you or know. Or way more and like da da da. So I'm like, okay, if I, anyway, so my, it's basically on a pedal board with a couple other things. And so all I have to do is plug into it. A power and plug speaker um, out of the head into this and then out of that into the cab. And that's what we did. And we did XLR, gave it to a front of house at Himmelberg's and then, um, you know, let, you know, the sound engineer do what he wants to do with it. And he said it worked out great. Nice. He was like, yeah, it sounds, sounds great. It looked, the levels look great. And like, and with the band, I'm like, we can have stage volume just for us. Yeah. And then front of house can actually work with, you know, with something instead of like, all right, the crank of the guitar amp all the way. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I did not attend this show. Um, I, f- I felt that, you know, you've, you've grown up now and you don't need my, my, yeah, the, my, uh, the, the my fatherly <laughs> advice from the <laughs> sidelines. Go get them sport. Yeah. But it, 
it was um no it it was great i was really happy that was the 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 first time actually playing with this torpedo cab i think i've like mentioned it every fucking episode for the past like Um, six episodes you guys know i got a torpedo cab this thing's cool i'm gonna buy it it took forever to get to me but it's sick yeah no i i I really (laughs) dig it so um no it's it's uh, there's more tweaking i want to do and i want to change like you know add my third party irs into it and Mm -hmm. yeah anyways but it worked out where it sounded great and i'm like it was uh one of the first shows where um adam the guitar player for justin case Mm -hmm. he was saying it's like i've never played my amp that low and actually was able to hear it (laughs) at his show because he's like he's very uh Almost notorious for just cranking the Start fucking absolute up, yeah. shit out of his guitar amp. I'm like, God damn. Um, God damn. God damn. <laughs> I, I, he couldn't. I, anyway, so here he was like able to like really crank it to like, oh, it can, him and I could hear it. And then Brian played with his in-ears. And um, last time we played here at this place, we didn't bring a kick. But Brian was like, okay, it, I know it. he has up to eight channels on this thing that he could use. Yeah, and it's like a smaller like bar, but restaurant club kind of thing. So it's like they don't have like a giant sound system, but it's like enough to where it's like, oh, let's take advantage of it and whatever we can use yeah. to make it sound good. And so he brought a kick, and he brought a SM57 for overhead for drums, and then he was able to get a really good mix for front of house and for his own in ears. And Brian's like, "This is great." And so for sound check, and then while we were playing, we were noticing that like. um Parts where we were off, we could get back into it easier. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. when you're a punk band, you're kind of just like, loud, crash, 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 crash. But we were doing that, and then we could all kind of like lock in, because we could like hear where we were. Someone, Yeah, someone's off, bring, and we, bring you back in. Yep. And it's like, for live, I'm like, that's super key. If you could hear everybody, it was... And anyway, so I really... I'm just praising that two, two I notes. was pretty sick, by the way. It was cool. And we got um, some friends that were, I mean, you know, shout them out again. Uh, Steve Mike from Hardly Human. He was like, oh, man, you guys sounded really good for, I mean, at a place like this where they don't mic you or do anything like that, you guys sounded really good. I'm like, well, actually. <laughs> and he's getting ready to set up and go on. I'm like, actually, this torpedo cab thing, when I, you plug into this. He's like, whoa. He's like, yeah, cool. Uh-huh. He's yeah. like, uh-huh. he's like, he's like can you move? About, I've heard about this. And I'm like talking can- his ear off about this. I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? You need to go set up. I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> can, can, can you leave? Can you leave? And then I do bass at DI out of the same. <laughs> so I was really excited about it. And I like the idea. Like we're getting, I mean, um, Brian uh, Rash, our drummer, he had mentioned something. He's like, if you think about where you were 10 years ago and what you want now out of your rig, yeah, you want it to sound good, to be portable, and, you know, <laughs> it's like you don't, you know, it's like you care about, like, the quality of the stuff, but not necessarily about, like, looking as cool, I guess. Yeah. But the thing is, like, these little orange amps look fucking cool still. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. So so far, I'm like, it's funny because he's like, yeah, man, think about it. Um. Uh. Now, and more names that everybody's named the same. Brian Wilder from <laughs> Hardly Human. He just made the joke. He was like, yeah. And uh, Brian Rash was talking it's to him. R B W B G. Talking to him because he's wheeling up this big rig for his bass. He's like. And Brian's like, yeah, uh, do you really need all that stuff, man? You know, kind of just joking with him. He's like, oh, man, I like the way it sounds. He's like, yeah, but did you see this bass amp? Sounds pretty good. He's like, yeah, I mean, it's cute. It's cute stuff. <laughs> and then he looks at me and he's like, I mean, it sounds great. I'm he's just... like, get out of here, sugar. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's <laughs> cute little stuff you got there. But he's like, he's like, it sounds good. I just, I just like the big stuff. Anyways, which is 100%. No. If, if you, I mean, if a place you, for both of those. If you could bring an 810 everywhere, you would, Fuck right? yeah, I Hell would. yeah, you would. Anyway, so that was the gig. And then, um, let's see. Well, you, we both have kind of some melding of what's new. So yeah. how about what's you? I'm going to toss it back to you. It's kind of weird for me to go first. Go on. Oh, what's new with me? Yeah, what, what, okay. do, what do you got? Give, You're going to cut this later and just mix it all around. <laughs> I'm just going to make it back to the normal episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to take a previous episode and cut it up. and Yeah. Um, so I got a new pedal. I got a Dookie Drive. From mm. MXR. So I I bought it like the day it became available for pre-order. Yeah. I think from, it was like in February. From Sweetwater? Yeah, from Sweetwater. So I, I think I remember buying it when I was like, I had just landed in Minnesota. Yeah. And it like I got an email. I'm like, well, yeah, I want one. So I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So I bought it. 
and then they had like a huge shipping or, or like a delay in in the product actually being made and yeah manufacturing manufa- or something like yeah. that. So got it, and mm-hmm. I thing's awesome actually. Oh yeah, it's cool. I really like um, I really like just cranking that like the heavy gain side. Um, so I think we mentioned it before, but it's a pedal that has two drive circuits, kind of based yeah. on Billy Joe's rig, where he has two Marshalls. And they're both like plexis, but they're modded by uh, Bob Bradshaw, I believe. And so one of them's more of like, you know, uh, higher gain where it cascades the front end um, preamp section. And that makes it more of like a mid-scooped kind of like, you know, heavy metal kind of amp. And then the other one's like, you know, still like cascading the front end, but it's more of um, a classic rock kind of sound. And he blends those together. So one's cleaner, one's a little drivier, and then, but he front of house blends it. Yeah, I don't know how I if I really like it by its because I haven't really mixed with anything else, but by itself, um, the more classic rock tone. Yeah, it's cool, but it's not exactly what I, I like it in the middle where mm-hmm. you're getting both of the yeah, me too, both tones or like at like two o'clock more on the on the gain side on the super heavy the, the heavier metal mm-hmm. kind of side. Yeah, but thing is awesome. And, and it's not like heavy metal where it's like No. It's like, you know, think of like 80s kind of like rock yeah. metal like or like, you know, like it's rain, Rainy Roads kind of style. So Yeah. But it's, no, that's it's very cool pedal. I played it um Yeah, I, I like it kind of just right up the middle. And to me I'm like maybe that's kind of where you would Yeah. And you were playing it earlier with your rocker verb mm-hmm. and it reacted totally different. Yeah. I was like, what's going on here? Because I played on the the, the eighty thirty and it sounds great. Yeah, it's it's um, moving over to this. It's like you really have to pull that gain off of yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I noticed to get it. Work. Like, okay, now we're back into same kind of territory. It's it's something different between like orange amps and like you know the eighty series. I think are really great pedal platforms. Yeah, and then the Rockerverb ones. I think I mentioned before. It's like. They're meant to have the amp gain. Yeah. And then the uh, pedal kind of like can Ac- boost. Accents it. <laughs> yeah, and accent the, the drive section. Yeah. And so I'm like, um, so we plugged it up to the rocker verb, and I'm like, it sounds... Sounds okay. And then I would explain to you, I'm like, the rocker verbs are not really great for pedals. Yeah. It's not... I, it I mean, was like flubbing on certain... Yeah, I, I don't I don't like it. What do you say? Not saggy, but it was like fi- really fizzy. Mm-hmm. There you so go. I do not think the rock over mark two is great for pedals but i'm like that's not why i have i have that amp yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to try it because i was trying my uh you know i had my way with your walrus drive pedals and i <gasps> they sounded great with the rock over which i'm yeah. like drive pedals don't sound good with that and well, i these... did those <laughs> yeah. ones did and they sound great with the ad 15 too so i'm like yeah yeah anyways but Moving, moving on, it was a great pedal to drive the Dookie drive. I'm like, it's looks damn great. Yeah, and I had some fun with it, and I just got it yesterday. But um, I'll let you borrow it. Yeah. Um, see what you can do with that. Yeah, um, definitely a, a fan of that. That's really cool, and it's just like the novelty of it is very cool, and it's a great sounding pedal. So you, it's not like um buying the Miku where it's like the novelty of it and it looks you know it's interesting and it sounds like yeah. shit it's it yeah. <laughs> the dookie pedal looks cool the novelty I like Green Day and it sounds great it's totally usable you were saying like if you were gonna be a guitar player and you had a rig that could be like a mainstay of your drive yeah totally and it's funny because I have a buddy um, Hamza he, he doesn't know anything about pedals right He but I show him what I get oh look what I got oh cool yeah that looks like the last one looks like the last and I have I show my MXR right MXR pedals, and he he saw the Dookie drive. He's like, MXR, that looks way different than your other ones. I'm like, I hadn't even shown him like I hadn't hadn't even reminded him what the MXR look. He just knows it's a color yeah. box with a, a MXR graphic, but that's one like, color. What? What's going just on with this? Tells one? you what the product is, yeah, and that's what it is. <laughs> this is like completely different. It's like definitely cool. It's off the mm-hmm. beaten path. It's the print on it is really good. I have no idea yeah. what they did if they screen printed it, but it's like full color it looks great it's like the sky blue of the background main yeah. color yeah it's a really cool pedal um yeah i really dig it <laughs> yeah i'm having fun with it um i got some bottle openers from uh shoneswood mm. they're out of uh regina saskatchewan 
Uh-huh. So they're out out in Canada. Um, it's fun. It's it's cool. I got two bottle openers. They're they're made out of skateboard decks. So oh, that's yeah, that's his thing. He so does that, he does pedal enclosures yeah. and does his own pedals out of skateboard decks. Yeah, and they've repurposed. Done, basically, they they do all of the um the Sonic Stomper like the skateboard. when you see the skate decks. He basically all of his like trimmings and stuff he sends to um. Uh, Sonic Stompers, and they put it, they embed them into their, um, yeah. into the to- the toppers there. Yeah, those are always, um, have been my favorite Sonic Stompers. They've yeah. been the skateboard ones. I got it, I got and it. And I, I, I think they, it's just a really cool idea, and the fact that they're both, like, working together, and they're yeah. both, like, So these bros. are cool be- because, like, these are the rounded part of the, of the deck, mm-hmm. and so you can't really use them on a pedal. Mm-hmm. They're not flat, or they're not, like, they don't really play well with other pieces, right? Yeah. So, it's kind of cool. He's found a new, like Just, it's, it's like, uh, repurposing use, use every every part of the skateboard. Yeah, right. And so for some cool. reason, that really that really speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, we'll we'll probably post the pictures of them. They, yeah, they're pretty cool and they do work. Yep. They they did open the, some twist off uh, yeah. bottles that we were drinking. Of cool. The good stuff. Uh, yeah. Bud Light Lime. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking a Bud Light Lime. <laughs> Jesus. People are already tuned off like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fun, man. That's cool. He even like um, put tone jerks mm-hmm. on the hand. I mean, it's cool. They're, well, we'll, you'll love them, but you can't have them. You can yeah. look at them. Yeah. For your eyes only. Um, and then... I got my computer running. Oh, this computer so, build. So yeah. So remember the, the saga. I think has I'll, has been told I, over po- like podcast many, episodes. Yeah, Patreon episodes. But so it's finally I'm kicked bu- it on. Building. I'm like trying to future proof a computer. Basically, get ahead of the curve. Right. Good luck. <laughs> I know it's never going to happen, but I'm going to try. Damn it. I think I talked last time of like, oh, this is going to be a debacle, and you know, whatever of the shipping. Finally got everything in, got, had a, had a couple components that I had in the computer from like a year and a half ago when I first started building it mm-hmm. and I just bought those and I didn't realize like it was a piece of shit, right? Yeah. And put, plugged everything in and it didn't even turn on. I was like, fuck. So I, yesterday went what, and got- What was, what was wrong? It's the motherboard. Motherboard. So okay. I got like, I went to Fry's and when I, when I first started building it, I'm like, oh, I need a motherboard. I'll take this one. It's on sale. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize it was like an open box. Oh. Should have, I should have looked at it, you know. Son of a bitch. So it was a dead circuit board that they probably returned and put back in a box and it made it back to the shelf, right? They don't test that shit. Yeah. So. Fucking assholes. And it, I got a better one. Yeah. And. You know, I only spent 120 bucks on it, but still, that's 120 bucks that I just threw away, uh, basically. Yeah. So, but this thing is awesome. So you got all the pieces together. You finally fired it up. Yeah, and it's, I, I did like a couple like tests. Like you, you go to a website, you download a program, and you can test every component in the computer. Yeah. And see, seeing if it actually is working, and see, and I guess test and see how. The health of the computer, it's kind of an interesting way of looking at things, I yeah. guess, but it's above a lot of computer builds that they test on that website. So it's kind of cool. Nice. They give me like a super high, like above 100% of what, I guess, I don't know really know how they classify, but graphics, I don't have a graphics card. So it's like, oh, your graphics suck, but your processing and your storage and your recall, all these different, like your RAM, everything's like really, really good. I'm like, perfect. So yeah, it, but, so you need it's, a it's, gr- graphics card. That's kind of yeah, the but last, last uh, thing you want. You yeah, don't last need it, thing though. probably spend another four or five hundred dollars on that. So I don't really need to. You're like woo, woo. <laughs> so I don't really need it. But there's a built-in me. one, and it'll work. And I'm not really like planning to game right away. I just want to get things. I got to get my garage like situated so I can have a nice area inside there to set up work your, on things. Yeah. yeah, and you can get back into. Um, like 3D printing and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I got to do that. Yeah. So you can get a get an area in the garage set up so you can do that. And I think maybe we can do some podcast, podcast edi- yeah. editing videos, will, stuff like this that. This thing will run like multiple programs at once and yeah. not let... Oh, man. It's so good. I'm so stoked on it. And of course, I did the RGB. So everything's like... Everything does rainbow effect color or you can do solid colors and... 
Yeah, it looks like you're just having a rave. It's ra- fun. Uh, like yeah. you flip on your computer, it's like uh, a rave. Uh, 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 <laughs> Party rocket in the house yeah. tonight. So, and they, and <laughs> you're just like going off. You're like, you flip it on. You're like, what the fuck? Um, I got to get like a couple components still. Like I got to get a keyboard. I'm borrowing like a really nice one from a, a you know friend. Yeah. And I I think I'll take my time on that because he doesn't need it back right away. But Yeah, you're going to get some something dope. Yeah. Yeah. I got a new keyboard and oh. mouse <laughs> wireless keyboard and wireless Shit, I mouse. might steal those from my you. my uh uh macbook setup for recording and you know, yeah. just general use i'm like man i don't know what the fuck i was waiting for i was i was like oh i don't know it's gonna be so fun you know it's gonna it's an it's an expense i thought it was an expensive expense oh. <laughs> and it wasn't at all i'm like about a keyboard that's really great and it's a wireless one that's like feels exactly like you know, on my old iMac keyboard feels exactly the same. It's wireless. I can use it from across the fucking room. And like, to me, that's a real novel idea. Yeah. And like having uh, a mouse as well. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And uh, like, so I don't have to use the laptop, like, you know, keyboard and laptop mouse and stuff like that. And I can use that with um, the TV screen monitor setup that I have going yeah. on here. And I'm like, yeah, man, it just makes things so much easier to use the double screen and I don't have to lean over because uh, the way I have my laptop set up, up I have it on a four space like SKB rack and it's like you know where I have my fractal and uh, focus right and shit like that in it but I'm like it is oh man I was like it was like under 70 60 dollars for the both for both of them Jesus and I was like what the fuck was I like, stupid fucking asshole I waited so long and I got it on Amazon and then the next day and I'm like what the fuck was I waiting for and it took life changing no, no no yeah it took absolutely no time to set it up I'm like man it's great but uh using that to record I'm getting back into recording we're doing this uh EP that we talked about a year ago finally getting back into doing it this last week I finished all the rhythm guitars for uh four songs yeah. We did it. They sound fucking great. And I'm going, you know, just all silent recording pretty much. I don't need to mic any cabs or anything, which makes workflow so much easier, especially with the keyboard setup and everything I have. I'm like, God, this is so great. And the mixing I have able to use a dual monitor setup using the like laptop monitor plus like the. Yeah, um, you can have your waveforms on your laptop and then your mixer. Up yeah, top. The, the edit and mix windows separate. And I can like, oh man, it's so super cool. You and, just get another same size screen and mount it right below it, but straight mm-hmm. fly on the wall, and then you can just put laptop to the side. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But I'll I help mean, you out with I, it. I, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really digging it. And um, so rhythms, and I have some light lead, light lead work done on the. Um, oh, it's not an album, but the EP or whatever we're gonna call it. The four songs are sounding great. I'm doing. Uh, I'm recording DI with, I have my Countryman DI, mm-hmm. and then I have, um, out of there, I'm going to the Fractal and Spitif out into the Focusrite, and I am loving the way it sounds. Just the Fractal. The idea is to reamp it with the DIs to- Later for, on. Yeah, for actually use my Rockoverb and my AD30 at uh, Double Time Studios. And, to be but, booked. Mm, <laughs> once we finish it, we'll do that. But I'm like- they sound great. Just the fractal sounds great. <laughs> it sounds good, but I'm ha- super happy with it. And so far, I'm like, I think I've sent it out to a couple of people to me. I'm like, it's boring, but like the rhythms, I'm like, I'm getting them really tight. <laughs> I'm like, so I tight. like, I'm like, no, it's not even just it's tight, but I'm like, these rhythms are solid. They, they're fun and they're interesting without any leads. They or vocals. I'm like, they sound fun. They sound good. I think we are just up our own asses, but I'm like, Oh, we're writing really fun songs. And then we did today before we're recording this episode. Did some bass. Yeah. Knocked out all four tracks pretty quick. Yeah. How, uh, how do you feel about it? How's the uh... No, this sound really good. Um I felt like you know, personally, I probably could have done better, but we haven't practiced in a long time. Uh-huh. And I think they sounded great. Yeah. I don't know. It's... No, it's just like I had to play a couple times over and but No, it, but I mean the final product is oh, yeah. it was good. I'm proud of it. Really good. And the way we're recording the bass this time is a little different because last time we did the same thing like with guitar where we we recorded a live amp. We like threw a 410 (laughs) amp peg into a closet and covered it with blankets and like 
beta 52 sure which is still a good way to do it yeah it sounded that sounded great but it's like it's like you're gonna like not like it's so fucking loud with the classic and stuff like that yeah. and then we did um xlr out of the sans amp and then still recorded two tracks at a time but this time we recorded um the di out of the countryman with you know plugged the bass into the di that out into the pedal board that you have uh-huh. so the one that you use for gigs out of the xlr sans amp I mean, the, going through the Sansam XLR out into uh, the Focusrite. So we have two tracks now. So we have the DI and the Sansamp. And then I also went out parallel output of the Sansamp into the Fractal to get a- You're crossing my eyes here. Yeah. <laughs> you just <laughs> While did you're it. talking, you're pointing. So I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> where is it? Which way did he go? Which way did he go? <laughs> um, and then we went out, a parallel out. So it's- not affected from the Sansim into the fractal. I have like a patch that I made, which is like SVT three with an eight ten, just pretty simple kind of um, base setup. And then yeah, we're nice. really only monitoring and using for reference the uh, Sansim and fractal base part, mm-hmm. and then the DI. We're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna, at, you know, at the studio. When we, where we can get loud or whatever, we're gonna reamp the bass, cut the fractal out, and put the uh, classic four ten setup. Dude, that's gonna be so easy. I don't even have to show up. No, you don't. <laughs> and so this is great. So we we got the main performance down, and then worry about the tones later, which we know we can just dial in those. No fucking problem. And I'm just I don't know. I think the setup that we have now is so much easier than it's ever been. Yeah. We didn't have to spend hours setting up or checking. It was just, well, you might have, but I showed up. Yeah. Had a couple brews. I, <laughs> the thing is I have presets now and it's like really a big yeah. thing with the digital stuff. And it's really taking taking advantage of it and making it work for you. And I really enjoy it. I'm sure there's easier ways to do it and people could do everything inside the box, but I still like having the DIs and having the Sansamp. Because I always think the Sansamp has been a good like staple for mm-hmm. the bass sound and having that. And we can mix that with the Ampeg. That's, I don't think we really need to mess with that, but right now we don't have to mic up, bring the whole fucking classic over here and mic it. Yeah. And that's a, that's a bitch. <laughs> we could just do one day where we do guitar and bass. DI. I'm, I'm really happy with it. So that's to say us maybe just like putting it again out there on the podcast that we have, we are recording an album or fucking four songs, whatever. And they're sounding great. We're happy with it. And hopefully by the end of the year, we'll get it out. But it's, <laughs> I, I like, I think I have a couple guitar solos to do and then vocals for you and I, and then we're done. Yeah. And then we can go and mix and master and put it out whenever we want. But anyways, it's sounding really good. Yeah. That's a good segue to our uh, next topic here. Yeah. Which is, uh. Oh shit. You're hosting. Your, uh, your most favorite <laughs> sounding albums or songs. We'll, we'll do songs too. Yeah, I think what we're doing is sounding really good, and I'm really proud of it. So I think that's my line. Stop talking. Don't (laughs) don't try and segue and make something. (laughs) Don't make the topic actually. Just because you say segue doesn't make it a segue. Don't make it (laughs) the topic that you have at hand. Don't make it go with what's going on in our lives. Yeah, exactly. We like to just fucking hard jerk somewhere and make it. Well, that's our job. (laughs) Yeah, give it a hard jerk over. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, auga. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I I'm I I I don't know. Do you ever like listen to albums and think I'm like, oh, I I would I like that one sound. I yeah. like the way it's mixed and kind of like strive for that and maybe in our own tones and of the album or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe like yeah, it's a good topic. Let's uh just throw a couple ones out there and why. Do you, I Well, I, since I'm hosting, you go first. Okay. Um <laughs> this is uh you know, Easy to say, and when you know they made a whole pedal about it, Dookie from oh, Green Jesus Day. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it That's sounds true. so, it sounds so raw and just, but very produced. It sounds like it was kind of like you know they explained it and like they like it, played those songs to death on tour, yeah, and they played them forever. So like they knocked it out. I think really cheap that album they did really fucking cheap it's raw but it doesn't go off like the rails kind of no thing. it's not like raw where it's shitty sounds like when, it's done in a like like i hear people say raw 
and they use that as a blanket term for I'm a bad fucking guitarist. I'm like, yeah. no, there's, or I'm a bad musician or we're not good musicians. That's what they use it as. I'm like, no, raw doesn't mean that. Raw, it's like, you know, it's like you have a little, you're, you can be loose a little bit, but when Un, you're not, unpolished, you, I guess. Yeah. Or? But when you can't hit the fucking one, that's oh, not, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and none of you can. <laughs> that's not raw. You guys fucking suck. Nah. <laughs> that's more of a nah, dog. <laughs> we're not going raw, dog. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Ooh, had a, too many of these bruchachos. Um, just like you can see your face. I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's <laughs> heating up. <laughs> Just ham fizz that joke on him. So I'll go a little bit farther back, I guess. I love, and I, I've talked about it before, but uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall. Okay. I, I'm a huge Wall fan. I know people hang on the um, dark side. Yeah, some love, people want to build one, yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Fuck, okay, fine. So, um, Reel that back. Some of the solos in there are really good, but a lot of like the rhythm tracks just have like they they use a lot of chorus and they use a lot of like really cool. I mean, depends on what your definition of cool is, but effects <laughs> and they they sound solid. They don't sound. I like, guess this is an analog. Yeah. This is an all everything's oh, yeah, analog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just <laughs> they didn't have Pro Tools HD <laughs> they, back then. Shit, why not? <laughs> let's put a fuck like, a little. Let's bit invent of, all this stuff. For let's go one to hour. let's go to the fractal for this one. <laughs> no, and I, and I mean like, it just everything sounds right. If yeah. that makes sense. Like when I refer back to things, I go, oh well. Well, the, they did yeah. it, and it was supposed to yeah. be there. And maybe because maybe that's just like nostalgia for me. Like, oh, I was hung up on this album, but I refer back to it when I'm like, ah, oh, want it? I. When I first was like collecting pedals, I was playing like certain guitar parts from yeah. some of those songs, and I was like, "Oh man, fucking phaser on this!" Or it could oh, be shit. like a very good example of like your basics, not on. too much. Yeah, because you still like, hear your guitar tone, like you still hear like a clean yeah, guitar in and there. And I've been kind of guilty of that, of like more guitar, more guitar, add more stuff, yeah. more stuff is going to make it sound bigger. Not always, and I think we're at a different point now. And you and I both said it today. Not much needs to be added to that song. And it's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to do my solo, and that's about it. Because we have two rhythm guitar tracks, the bass track, drums, and then we're like, yeah, add your solo, and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no no other guitars. There's no other, like, sometimes I'll, like, I'll have it to where, like, I hold a chord and just strum it, like, for the whole chord. Or, sorry, leave the whole chord going for, like, the whole verse. Yeah. And then, like, every, like, you know maybe uh, two or or like whatever, every four measures go boom. Yeah. Boom. And it's like cool, but I'm like, it doesn't need to be there. So yeah. maybe that's a great example of like, all right, you are representing all the parts that you wanted to in a way that is classy, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of it. Not that I don't like it. I'm just never, I don't really like, I'm going to listen to the wall. But I'm like, that could, I mean, I've heard songs and that's a great example of like, you got Don't everything. piss me off, Brian. Don't <laughs> pander to me. And and music is like a great thing because it always pisses you and I off when we talk <laughs> about it. It's like, if you don't like something, that doesn't mean it's bad. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, I'm not a huge, I, like, I, I'm not, I don't really like that. I'm like, what the fuck you say? It's like, you know, you didn't write the song. So why are you so fucking personal? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could like you know accidentally like chop off your leg and be like, oh, that's cool, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't really like. Uh, they you make know, these things called wheelchairs. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really like Dustin Kendrew. What you like? Okay. Well, we speaking speaking what? of that, thrice beggars. Oh shit! Big yeah. fan of that one. Oh yeah. The way the first song and like the like the bass track and like the guitars that was kind of like one. Where I it noticed, sounds so different than everything else that was. I done. noticed. I mean, they started pulling back more on Visu on the gain, mm -hmm. but it's like I I didn't listen to what the Alchemy Index. Mm -hmm. I never. I mean, I heard some songs off of that. Some people but to hate me, that one. To me, apparently. it was like a huge jump going from artist in the ambulance. Artist, what a more time. Artist in the ambulance to Visu. Yeah. To I skipped that one and then went to um, Beggars, and I'm like. Oh man, these are like rock tones, blues tones, rock tones. Mm -hmm. Like they are just going for it. Like let's give you like these are Telecasters, these are Les Pauls. They're not so much like like from yeah. like artists in the ambulance. I'm like 
great tones and bass is like okay now i have a little more sonic room to like add some fuzz and distortion so I, mm-hmm. everybody's got room to flex and i thought it was a very good sounding album like the whole thing whole thing yeah Fucking drums legit. are super crisp and like but they don't sound like triggered you know not like triggered but it's like you know they don't sound fake and you know? Dustin kills it on lyrics on that yeah album. and i mean vocals it's it was so a good. great sounding album. yeah not just lyrics but vocals too yeah his vocal perform vocal perform I am stumbling. Fuck, vocal dude. performance. I think it's Drink like some I, water. If I'm not hosting, I'm just like uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're having withdrawals over there. Uh, oh my god. Um, I have one. Um, I think we've talked about it before, but Exister from Hot Water. Fuck. Yeah, it uh, is uh, such a well recorded record. And that one is one where it's like everything gu- sounds cars are hard panned so it's yeah, really it's, only th- three guitar tracks and maybe one like three vocals and so at the that the most and the, the bass on that isn't even like I don't even like the bass tone right but it works so well with mm-hmm. with I'm like if you listen to it by itself by itself you're like it doesn't really I mean, eh. but, but then when you hear like what he's doing with it you're like oh shit how he's that's why in, he's stuff like that that's why he, there's no it, it's there's almost no like distortion or that. Yeah. I like it where it's a little raspy. It has almost nothing, none, none of but that. it, but it's there. You're like, and he's such a good bass player. And it's funny. Um, they did uh, some like YouTube, like, or whatever, like just like little clips of them in the studio recording yeah. Exister. He used the shittiest bass. Really? He used one of the flea basses. God Not the it. modulus. It's the flea bass brand. So, you know, the green and pink one? So, it's like where it was made in China. They just shoved some shit-ass logo from Flea, the Chili Mm -hmm. Peppers guy, on there. And it's like, oh, my God. They're like shitty-looking modulus. Is he the Sriracha guy? Or is that the... Uh, It was... (laughs) You just said Chili Peppers, not Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, Red Hot. I'm trying to kill your bit. Yeah. But I'm hosting. Sorry. <laughs> I need to get angry for the some reason. The regular program is... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. I get angry for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that uh, sucks. I mean, uh, I, but it's... Uh, anyways, it's not like, that's what he used. And you're like, it doesn't matter because it sounded good. And that's what I'm like, he just... That's finger bass He's, played. Yeah. And he was like... He was just in the studio was playing... Was it a five string? No, right? four string. Four string. But and he the, plays a five live, I think, right? No, he plays four. Uh, I, I've seen him play four, mostly. Hmm. But he plays so high up, kind of. He's like, boom, boom. And it, they're a funny um, setup band because he's the bass player who never sings, and he's right in the middle. Oh, yeah. So it's like, um, yeah. It's like, you know, both guitars and singers are on opposite ends of the stage, and he's kind of in the middle just doing his bass stuff. And, <laughs> and that's like not normal. Yeah. Know? Not you traditional. Put, yeah, traditionally. You would you'd, have tuck, you'd tuck him back, and you'd have equally like mm-hmm. space on the front front dudes yeah but yeah no that, that one's really great let's see i had a you have like individual songs or you have uh not really i just have listed albums uh you know uh reliant k the mm-hmm album it sounds oh it, it sounds so fucking good it sounds like the drums take your word for it the um it's it sound the drums sound like and every uh, the performance everything sounds fake of how fucking oh. on they are and i'm like which is cool in a sense like oh do you want your band to sound like that then like that should be the like you hit that <laughs> every time yeah. the piano the drums the guitars everything was like really big and i'm like um yeah I re- it, that was one i remember hearing it when i was younger i'm like what the fuck this doesn't sound like any like they're a pop band pop punk or whatever and like they didn't sound like mxpx they didn't sound like yeah. blink there was like what is this? And then that a lot of bands kind of followed suit of that, of like, you're, you know, making your albums as fucking tight <laughs> and like that. Yeah. And I'm like, which is cool to me. I mean, maybe it's not like anything that I want to strive for all the time, but maybe some parts locking in like that, that they do. That was one to, I wanted to mention. Um, I have a song. Uh, it's the Marvin Gaye, um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Mm-hmm. That, Fuck. I, that song, it's like recorded so long ago, right? Like, yeah. was it mid-70s or... I probably should have looked that up, but... So good. Like, it's so in your face still. It yeah. feels like he's singing, like, right there. Right to you. And then it goes back and forth. Man. I don't know. It, 
everything's so well balanced in that song. Mm-hmm. It's not like overpowering. It, you know, it's a different style of music than what totally, I normally yeah. listen to. Yeah. But it's still like a refreshing, like, damn, that's mm-hmm. a good song. Yeah. And I'm sure like people are like, yeah, duh, state the obvious, move on. Duh, next, you fucking idiot. Next song. Uh. But seriously, take what I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> no. Uh, but also listen to me. But yeah, listen to me. Uh, Social D. Which one? Totally, totally off, off, you know, the Reliant K thing. They're just a raw rock and roll, which is, but they're kind of punk or whatever. Uh, somewhere between heaven and hell. Okay. That's just Les Paul's into Marshall's. I don't know if he was into the basements at the time, but I know he was like, um, you know, Mike Ness mm-hmm. and the rotating cast of guitars, guitarists <laughs> that he's had. Um, he was like a Marshall guy for a while until he started playing basements into Marshall cabs. He's like, that's the combo. That's what I, you know, so I don't know if he was playing basements on the album or if he was playing Marshall's, but it just sounds like it's just yet again. Maybe it's like a going theme with a lot of my favorites of like just more stripped back. Mm-hmm. Like I keep thinking of the mindset of adding more, you know, instruments and layers Whereas these are like very stripped back. If you just the, make the ones that you have sound better. And stand out. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> make that guitar track sound the best that you can. This bass sound the best that it can. The drums sound good and, and best it's Easier said than done. It right? is. Yeah, I know. It's, you can say that. It's like, well, duh, don't you guys do it all the time? Like, <laughs> it's, it's constant. You've it's, heard <laughs> bands that go into the studio that use really good equipment and they still sound like shit, right? It's like, what did you use for this? Ooh. They do, I mean, it's because like, you know, people who don't know what they're doing with, you know, they can still make shit sound like yeah. fucking garbage. I got one more. Um, Abbey Road from the Beatles. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that was great. I mean, that's like, obviously. Very, very, yeah. Stereotypical it's like, it's one like, to land on, but yeah. there's not a bad song on that, re- on those records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're, I think that they sound like they're not recorded. They don't sound old. Mm-hmm. I mean- they do, but not. They're not super. They're not no, like they, dated. They're done. They're done really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can't tell you like what what processes they used or anything, but but I know fuck, they they man. they like definitely like made. Maybe that's also with the like, sound, like the. They, they were obviously a polished band at this time. Yeah, and they knew what they wanted to do. But, but it's like um, even with the Beatles and in like. When they were playing, I want to say, like, that's when, like, stereo mm-hmm. started becoming a thing. Yeah. So, like, to mix in stereo. Yeah, it was. So, like, you would, like, throughout the it Beatles, was like, fake, like fake Beatles, stereo. Beatles career, it was, like, people didn't know what to do with it. So, sometimes yeah. they would put, like, all vocals on the right, hard panned. Drums completely hard panned on the left. And it's, so, like, they started, like, playing with that more as they got, you know, they were only a band for, like, what? Seven years yeah, not that or less. Long. Something like that. I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, <laughs> it was eight and a half, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so you can hear like they really started playing with the stereo field of like how to mix and stuff like that. And yeah, no, that's definitely an album where they did that. And I'm like, you know, coming up with these weird sounds with the instruments and stuff like that. So yeah. that, that's cool. I had, uh, I guess I had a couple more, but I'll mention uh, just one more and we can move on to the next thing. Uh, Jimmy E. World, Bleed American. Yeah. Sounds so fucking good. And they, they recorded that one, like, on their own. They weren't on a label. Really? Because I think they were in between labels, and they were trying to get shop a, it. Yeah. And so they recorded that album kind of DIY. I mean, they did in a studio with a producer, a friend of theirs. But yeah, but they didn't have a big budget. No budget. Yeah. Um. So they kind of went that. I mean, they were a touring band at that point, but it's like the fact that it's like, no, like DreamWorks picked up the recording, yeah. and put it out, and they blew up. But it's not like they like you know, th- or that album blew up. It's not like they're like, okay, here's money to do this. I thought that was really cool. I'm like, and it still is like probably one of my favorite sounding Jimmy Eat World albums. It's like <laughs> just starting it out with a guitar riff. And I'm like, that's so fucking good, good stuff. I need to drift back into Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, me too. There's a lot, and I, I know I'm saying that people are very. Big Jimmy Eat World fans are like, what about this? What about this? You fucking idiot. This is so good. I'm like, it, it's it's just a cool story behind it. And I like, yeah. it maybe like, that's one of my favorite albums. That's but pretty cool. Anyways, I we I think squoze all the juice out of that. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the next topic. Okay, you know, right. fuck. So, I'm, I'm stealing it. All right, all right. You got to do it. So we are not going to Summer Nam. Yeah, tone We're, jerks are not going to be represented there. But if you guys want to jerk some tones, <laughs> you guys could do it in our honor. <laughs> yeah. If you guys show up, act like us. I'm sure you get a pass. Just walk to the front and say, you're Kyle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so like oh just don't go fucking punching some drywall and drinking monsters dude. yeah they're like oh that is kyle right there <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> drywall puncher 3000 <laughs> pro kyle's pro drywall punch i think that, that being said though we're not we're not sitting on our laurels okay okay we're actually we're, we're we are doing something which is kind of cool we are going to uh a different type of trade show. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not like that at all. We're going to Comic-Con. Yeah, San, San Diego, Diego Comic-Con. Comic-Con. So it's actually going on the same time <laughs> yeah. as Summer Nam. So it's a little uh, Constellation Prize. <laughs> what? Uh, we couldn't go to Nam. I, I got the time off and I was like, ah, I totally forgot that I requested it to go to Nam. I'm like, <laughs> oh. you, you look at that and you're like, well... You can just have time off to be in San Diego, not going to Nashville. Actually, you can stay in San Diego, yeah. and we, we got passes to uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, thanks to Kyle's wife. My wife. So, yeah, so. Shout out. She doesn't listen, but shout out to Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> got us passes, uh, so the three of us are going. This There's so much to do at Comic-Con, right? We are very excited. So, so for me, maybe, maybe we can talk about kind of like what, is there? Yeah, we can just make it a loose topic. We've, we've gone before. Like you, you went back when you were at what? Like, I I went the I, I used to go when I was a kid with my dad back when, when, when it was only about yeah back when it, like when I was like ten or so back when it was like legitimately about comic books like in like crates and, crates that you could boxes. buy yeah. and also Gundams that you that was it that was the only thing that you could see there it it, it wasn't anything. Like it was like going to a comic book store, but very big at the comic convention or the, sorry, the San Diego convention center. And then I went later on when in high school, I was like, maybe, I don't know, like 2004, 2000, whatever. Yeah. Uh, 2003, something like that. Went with a couple of friends and it was still, you could just walk up and get a ticket. You didn't need to pass. It wasn't a huge thing. There wasn't celebrities there. And then I was like, oh, they're a little bit bigger. There's more like you know, toys and stuff like that. There's more like companies there being trying to represent stuff. And there was like uh comedy central was like there airing like, you know, Oh, preview the new season of South park, hang out here and watch it. And I'm like, you know, I was a very, was, a very small kind of mm-hmm. gathering. It was like, yeah, it was very I, small. And then it blew the fuck up. And then you, you and I could never go. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I, I remember the last time I went, I went twice. Mm-hmm. Last time I went, I think it was like 99 or 2000. Yeah. yeah. So when kind of like you're a kid. And like my uncle used to work it. So I would go and I would just have to go to like a panel. Yeah. And like film the panel. I would like film the panel or do the sound on it. And then, or like when I'm a, you're a kid, you don't really have any responsibility. So I'm just <laughs> yeah. running, running the sound in quotations. Like, Kyle, can you grab me that microphone? Boom. I ran sound. Yeah, can you go get a hot dog? <laughs> and then yeah, and then like and then once you're done with your three or pa- panels for the day or whatever, you get you can walk around and do whatever you want. Yeah. So that's what we did, and that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But but it was like kind of same thing. It, it was it was not... still small, but there there they did have panels of like oh well, this comic book writer or the, like people that you didn't really know actual comic like, book oh, writers or, or like, like I remember like... doing the one for I think it was SpongeBob. Uh huh. So like they had the pa- like the act the voice actors and the writers. Yeah, and I'm like. Okay, that's cool. Like that guy doesn't look like SpongeBob at all. <laughs> you're a kid. You're like, I don't get this. Yeah, you're not uh, SpongeBob. Stolen Valor. <laughs> Stolen Valor. You're not SpongeBob. <laughs> no, you know it's it's, it's kind of, uh, but yeah, definitely a smaller thing back then. Anyways, yeah. So it's like there's I don't know. I've, I haven't been. I guess I went to that anime convention here. That's the closest thing. Or God, stop talking or, about it. We get it. You're cool. Or Nam again. <laughs> You should have you saved it for that one. Um, so we, we've kind of been Nam into like drop. yeah, bigger. I don't know. It's not a convention. We the Anaheim Convention Center. Yeah, and that was really fucking packed. Yeah, packed. A lot of people. Big, huge square footage. Right. Yeah. This should be bigger with a lot more people and yeah. a lot more like running into people wearing cosplay and yeah. like getting makeup on you and. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so 
maybe you know this this kind of uh, event better than me. I do but not, but yeah, I, I mean, can, like I can, I can. I know guess. you watch the fucking YouTube videos. I can all the time. Um, and you follow a lot of people. That there's go, like like AX and stuff like that, which yeah. was a couple weekends ago. Um, in LA, which is an Anaheim or not? Uh, sorry, anime convention in LA, and I'm like, okay, it's cool, but this is Comic Con where it's like all encompassing of movies and fucking, you know, like I think they have like just so many different types of like shit there that I really don't even know. But I'm like, I'm excited just to kind of like be there and experiencing whatever, and just kind of like going with the flow. I do want to see like Funimation. Yeah, they have a booth there, and I believe Crunchyroll does. So those are two oh, anime gotta be. An, anime companies, and then Aniplex. They do a lot, you know, of licensing for anime and uh, Sentai Filmworks. So I'm pretty sure those are the big four anime companies that are going to be there rep- represented. And they're going to have uh, some uh, previews of like seasons coming up, and like you know, like I think voice actors are going to be there. Um, so, and I went to some panels, um, for voice actors and stuff like that in San Diego when they did the anime, uh, you know, convention I went to. So I'm like, I don't like, I, I like that. It's actually really cool to like go and hear them talk about it and like so, actually. Do you know, have like a percentage, like a number of, of how much of this is going to be anime? I have no idea. I'm, I'm guessing a lot. I'm guessing probably. Like 20%. Probably twenty percent or, or, or whatever. More. Probably more. Probably less. But you're gonna see like new movies coming out that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. You're gonna see shows that you don't want to watch on AMC. Yeah, there's, that's what I'm I'm thinking of because like, I know your wife is big into like you know Walking, Walking Dead, Dead and, and stuff like that and like yeah. Game of Thrones. Even though that show ended, I guess. Yeah, they probably won't. But they they were a huge representation at Comic Con for years, and I mean even fucking like I think there's been a time where it's like uh, Always Sunny has been there. At Comic Con for some reason. Yeah, no, definitely. I've seen their yeah. their panel. Like, yeah, so I'm like, I don't stuff. know. I think it's it's really not comic anymore. It's just like pop culture, it, pop culture <laughs> entertainment. So I, I kind of don't even know what to expect. And I that's think right I'm, up our alley. Yeah, so. I'm really like super stoked to check it all out. Yeah, um, I know Marvel. People are hinting that the like they're gonna like do like the preview or just like announce the Black Widow movie. Oh, okay. Because she's getting a movie, or at least that's a rumor, I think. Or like they'll talk about the, the uh, third wave or the new wave of Marvel. Okay. Because so, Spider-Man just released and ended. So they're like, okay, after like, you know, the last Avengers movie, which was like, okay, a lot of things capped off and like tied a bow and we're sent that off. It's yeah. done. And then, so like they're going to announce the next wave of like crazy stuff that they're going to do, like nice. in, you know characters that they're going to introduce. And I'm pretty people are just guessing that it's like Comic Con's going to be the place for it. I like I like those Marvel movies. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So I'm excited. The Marvel just to... shows though, <laughs> those are garbage. They're shit. But Carrie likes them. Oh, she loves them. Yeah. So I love them. So yeah, don't you, tell you, her. So that. you got to love them. So just listen. So you got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see a lot of anime stuff. I just uh, want to see like everything. That's yeah, literally. I, I, what... I, I want to take it all in. Is kind of the yeah. big thing. I'm gonna see to help with the the studio tone. I think I need more figures, anime figures. So are we gonna do? Um, I'm looking for some love live stuff. Okay, some more Sao. So I got some things I'm looking out for. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna do like uh, on the floor, inter- like not I interview? I don't know. But I'm saying, should we do an update, like a, a Patreon update or something? I, I think we, I think we're gonna maybe do some, uh, yeah, Patreon releases. I know I, I'll be going a couple days uh, with Carrie. You yeah. won't be able to go, so I don't know. I'll see what. Yeah, see if I can. Dude, we can. That's co- perfect. If we can coerce Carrie to come on and do like, we'll oh, do she'll some, she'll like some Patreon. Maybe she'll just give us like you know some commentary. She's like, <laughs> Co- this, is, she's like this is trash. <laughs> this was shit. No, but that's it, a good idea. But good I think idea. we should do some uh, Patreon. Maybe we'll throw some stuff on the main feed of just updates of our days there. But I'm excited. So this is a preview of the Comic Con before we go, and you can hear the aftermath on the Patreon and <laughs> on the feed. I don't know. I got. I didn't kind of. I just want to see anime shit, to be honest with you, Marvel stuff. Is there anything else you want to see, or you kind of... Um, I want to see, like, maybe DC, like, what, what the next Batman's going to be, because um, fucking hate the last ones that came out. What, the Ben Affleck Yeah, guy? fuck that guy. Did you ever watch those? No. No, you just... I, I watched a couple, and I'm like, man, such Isn't a it... shitty... 
shitty representation of what Batman is. <laughs> this is just mall rats. Just a lot of like heavy breathing and staring off into into like the distance. Is this just make mall rats canon then? Fuck. <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith is always there. He does like a bunch of panels. I always okay. heard those are like funny. Um, they're he's skinny now, so that's yeah. cool. Oh, he's not. He's supposed to be fat and jolly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, friend Jen, who she had mentioned. Um, she kind of was the one who told me, like, kind of gave me the advice. Oh, just make you could do a podcast. Why don't you just try one? Da, da, da. And apparently, that was like advice she heard from Kevin Smith at a Comic Con oh. panel that he was well, at. Thanks, so Kevin. She's, so it's like through <laughs> Kevin or through her, through Kevin at Comic Con is kind of yeah, what so sparked he this spoke whole directly to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he, she. <laughs> in a at, way at her yes <laughs> so she took that and regurgitated toward to me and i started up the podcast just to get you off her back yeah just, just fucking start one just You're like, just get to just oh, shut yeah. up and start a podcast so i i yeah so um <laughs> that's what i think is kind of cool just like you know just hearing people talk and you can if you can squeeze into one of those yeah, panels we can I, try, I, let's try to jump in on a couple yeah but. that's that's the plan but anyways if uh listeners if you um when this comes out, we'll have a few days before the weekend or whatever. Hit us up, stuff that we should check out and the stuff that you want to see, and we'll do some coverage on it, maybe on the podcast and on Instagram. Yeah. But I think we need to head on out of here. What do you yeah, say? Let's do it. Before we go- Wait, wait, wait. wait. What are you doing? Well, oh, fuck. I'm going to do this. <laughs> I started this bitch. <laughs> I'm going to end it. <laughs> end it. Even uh, if it's a train wreck. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Um, so thanks for tuning in and uh, spending another- uh, <laughs> <laughs> another uh i don't know couple hours with us a couple hours one hour who knows brian's gonna they can listen this. to it on half speed and yeah it could be an hour two yeah. hours so you can uh follow along on uh, instagram facebook we have a group on facebook uh we are at the tone jerks on instagram um join the group we're chatting up. We're uh, telling dad jokes. Apparently, that's that's what we that's are. That's what we're doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you got a really good dad joke, you can uh, add it. You know, if you're just dying to rad, uh, rad dogs, dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got some rad dad jokes, dog. Some Chad jokes. Um, you can actually leave an iTunes review, and if iTunes will post it, we will read it. Yeah, if they if they publish it, and then we will read it. <laughs> if but- it's vulgar. Just barely above the line, you know. Like yeah. Below the line, we don't, we, you know, if you copy and paste it, maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll still read it. But yeah. <laughs> it can't be too bad. Um, so if you really want to support the show, you can uh, drift on over to Patreon. $1 a month, help us out. $2 a month, uh, you'll get an extra episode. And uh, we chat it up and talk about some bullshit, probably. Some good know. stuff. Okay. I think it's always bullshit. <laughs> no. We have fun, actually. We uh, dive deep. We actually talk about gear. <laughs> we just talk about the stuff that you want to hear. You're selling it here. Yeah. Um, oh. But before we go, I want to do a huge shout out. Huge and, you know, shout out. Brian's got the list. I got a listy list here. <laughs> checking it out. Checking it twice. See yeah. who's naughty and nice. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Aaron Taylor, Abe Newman. Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear It podcast. Alvaro Viramontes. Andrew Walsh. Brett Alexander. Bruce Banana. Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippin' Flippin'. <laughs> Do that one again, please. Flippin' Flippers podcast. That is hard to say. Yeah. Change your name, guys. Uh, Doug, <laughs> Doug Christ. Doug Gann. Doug King. Uh, Digger from Fat Foot Effects. Uh, Jamie Davis, Jason Fuzzmonger, Jim Bowers, Johnny Ray, Joseph from Like My Pedals, Leon from Pelican Noiseworks, Michael Newman, Nicholas Payson, Brian from Nutter Guitars, Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. He has a new video that he did with Eric Moreau. Yeah. It's on his YouTube channel. Check out his Instagram and link it there and search YouTube for it. It's pretty fucking dope. And yeah, he's wearing some cool swag from your boys <laughs> playing without a pilot. <laughs> uh, Sean Fahey. Steve Mike uh, from Hardly Human. Yeah. Cool set. Cool show. Uh, Will Lehew from the Just Surprise Me podcast. 
and Matt Quine from the Fret Talk. What's podcast. up, Matt? I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that, that was that was weird to read that. I, it's I was all like alphabetical half, too. Half, halfway through, and I'm like, I don't know how he does this every week. <laughs> well, it's tough being me. All right, well, it's like wearing a new pair of underwear. <laughs> At first, it's like restricting, and then it becomes a part of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna get out of here.